Hey guys, you're listening to the With Purpose podcast and today's episode we're talking everything beauty standards. I'm your host Norma. And I'm your co-host Amanda. Okay, what's your first question? Oh my gosh, I just had it up now, okay. Alright, the first question is... Okay, this one, I don't even think I'll get it. But what is the most common colour of toilet paper in France? I don't think this is general knowledge. <laughs> Isn't it white? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know that they white. did other colours. <laughs> it might exactly. be a trick question. I go for white. I'm saying white as well. Oh, and the answer is pink. Pink? Oh, that's interesting. That is very interesting. I've never seen pink. Unless it's those scented ones. But I've never seen... Mm. That's strange. That's so unnecessary. Here's another one. Native to Caribbean, what sort of animal is the mountain chicken? What? Oh my gosh. I feel like I've heard about this before, but I can't remember. Wait, repeat the question. Native to the Caribbean, what sort of animal... Is a mountain chicken. Isn't it like a fox or something? A mountain chicken? Well, I don't know, but I just don't understand why it's called a mountain chicken. I know it's an animal that's not a chicken, so I'm going to say fox. Okay, let me see what the answer is. It's a frog. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh, that's annoying. I re- oh my gosh, I've actually seen this question before as well. I've never seen that question, that's weird. Oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed I forgot that. <laughs> okay, last one. Henry VIII introduced which tax in England in 1535? Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm actually going to lose this quiz with zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I know, um... There's this thing where they used to tax people out of, like, how much daylight could get inside their window. And that's why they have daylight robbery. So I'm going to say daylight tax. Um, I'm going to say income tax, even though I'm probably way off. <laughs> income tax. It is bid tax. Bid? You're yeah, beard, ta- beard. That's beard. weird. You're getting taxed if you have a beard. Exactly, I've never heard of that. Well, this is definitely rigged because it's even these questions aren't even general knowledge. <laughs> they're not. They're really not. <laughs> so I thought. I guess we've both got nil nil. So I guess we're both winners then. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's get started on today's topic. And today we're going to be talking about beauty standards. Mm-hmm. So first of all, because we're both black girls, let's talk about beauty standards within the black community. Mainly within the African community. Do you think beauty standards for black women change rapidly? Have changed rapidly, let's say, in the last 10 years? Yeah, I think they're completely different. But I feel like... Um... I don't know. I feel like there's not really 
a massive difference between, for example, white people and black people. But I think it's changed because if you think about it, the early 2000s, like what was like in fashion, what was beauty was sort of that like slim figure where people would be able to wear like low cut jeans. Like you'd actually see your belly button when you wear the jeans and like... I don't know. Everything was just sort of like slim figure, whatever. For black women, I'd say for like both, because like if you think about Destiny's Child, like they're all black and like the type oh, yeah. of things that like they wore and stuff. Like, I feel like it's the same within black people and white people. Like, I think one thing. Oh, sorry, Karen. No, no, go on. One thing that I've definitely noticed that has changed rapidly, I say hair trends when it mm. comes to beauty standards. Mm. When I was growing up, I feel like everyone was relaxing their hair. I was texturizing. Mm. And then obviously after like 2010, I think lots of people were like, no, it's time to go natural. <laughs> and but even with braids. Mm. I feel like after, let's say 2017, like yeah. a lot of people, less and less people started doing braids. Everyone's like, all about lace. Lace, yeah, wear. lace who ain't never heard of her <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's so true do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing about the lacing i don't know like the way that um be standards have changed like do you think the hair matters and stuff I think in some ways it's good, like with the relaxing thing, it's a good thing people went off putting chemicals in their hair. Mm. That's like new knowledge, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's offensive or hurting anyone. Yeah, I feel like with hair, you can't really offend anyone because it's my hair. Like, the only beauty standard that I didn't like with hair is obviously like chemical processing and relaxing. That's why I even done the big chop, went all natural and stuff to do with like braids and like laces and whatever whatever like I feel like people are sort of like changing between the two like I feel like lace fronts and like whatever lace closures I still like everyone really like still wears them and like everyone loves them but I feel like they're sort of like a change now of people trying to like rock braids as well and full lots. Oh yeah, full iron fashion. Mm. Okay, so with hair, I know a lot of black girls, way more than last in the last ten years, have been doing blonde hair. Do yes. you think black girls wearing blonde hair is what do you call it? Cultural not cultural. Race appropriation. No. Is it race? I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're trying to say. I don't think it is because you see black people, yeah? Like, you can get black people with natural blonde hair. Mm. So it can't be cultural appropriation. Same with, like, hair texture. You can get black people with, like, bone straight hair or kinky curly hair, waves, like... Black people are so versatile, like, all those hairstyles, like, black people can have naturally. So yeah. I don't think you can really say, like, black girls are trying to copy white girls with their hairs because 
you can get black people that can get those hair textures, hair lengths naturally. So do you think it's damaging to young girls? Because I know a lot of, I say it's more of celebrities and stuff that do it. Do you think it's damaging to younger girls who look at these people and see that they've got blonde hair? Do you think it, it might make those young girls that have their natural afros to feel like their hair isn't good enough if everyone is now doing, like, blonde wigs? Well, not everyone, but you get what I mean. Yeah, I get with, like, younger people, because they're more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impressionable. Impressionable, yeah. I feel like... It can be, but then again, I think it's the parents' jobs to um, be role models for that child and, like, let that child know, like, you're beautiful. Like, these people are grown. Like, you can do that if you want when you're older, but as a child, it's not necessary and it's the parents' jobs to enforce that on a child. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm. I don't think it's damaging here. I don't see the lace thing being damaging. The only part I've ever been confused about is when people be like, embrace your natural hair. But then when they get the wigs, that's not really their natural texture. That always confused me because it's like, if you wanted to tell people to embrace natural hair, you'd embrace your natural hair. You wouldn't get a wig that's not your hair texture at all. But that's just for the people that say that. I know mm. not everyone mm. who has gotten a wig has said embrace your natural hair. As a matter of fact, wigs are protective styles. Yeah. Some people actually wear wigs to grow their hair, so that's that's a fat lie. Yeah. But then again, what do men know? <laughs> Attacking people, are we? <laughs> okay, mm. so the next um beauty standard is obviously the face. Mm. Now do you think um oh actually no, that's a stupid question. Makeup and generally how we take care of our face has definitely changed in the past 10 years, I think. Yeah, I feel like there was a point, like I was saying, from 2010 to probably 2015, where people were doing drastic changes to their face. But I feel like it's not that bad anymore. Well, I feel like in the past, I say, well, if it's like in the past 10 years, at the beginning of the teens, in like 2010, no one was really talking about cosmetic surgery. So, like, you'd hear celebrities doing nose jobs, but it was always celebrities. Like, ordinary people wouldn't be doing cosmetic surgery. Mm. But then as it got past 2016, I feel like it was more and more ordinary people doing lip fillers. I mean, you had the Kylie Jenner lip challenge. Yeah. Lots of people wanted to do lip fillers. Yeah. I would say it wasn't a lot of black people, because I've never really heard of black people doing lip fillers, but I know a lot of, say, Caucasian people who are doing lip fillers. A lot of people start doing, like, jar enhancements mm. and stuff like that, mainly because of celebrities. Mm. I actually know, like, some, like, black influencers that have actually had their nose, I mean, their lips done. Because, like, for me, I feel like black people naturally have bigger lips. Like, not all black people have big lips, but black people naturally have bigger lips. But and then you get, like, some black people that have naturally, like sort of bigger lips but because you know how um your bottom lip naturally is bigger than the top lip you get some people that fill up the top to make it look more round and even like what are your thoughts on that i don't think that has ever worked i watch people mm. in Kardashians and chloe does it all the time the 
go over your lip with the lipstick and i don't think it works mm. you know there's people know that are still doing. doing that that overline and i say each to his own but i've never really got that trend i just don't think it looks nice but i guess in the meantime if you're waiting for the surgery but i just don't think it works I, maybe it's because i know that the person has done it mm. it might not look right in my head maybe if i didn't know that the person had done it it wouldn't yeah but that one has always seemed strange to me mm, i get you what about with makeup on the face what are your thoughts I think makeup has actually gone really well. Do you remember the beginning of, like, 2014 when people would always make fun of girls because, like, makeup hadn't, like, gone that big and lots of people would have, like, their face and their neck wouldn't match. <laughs> mm. But now no one ever talks about that because lots of people have, like, blend, like, blending. Now people tell you when you go for makeup, you get the colour of your neck, not the colour of your face. Mm. There's just, like, different things. Like, I'd say 2010, people would be doing their eyebrow just with a pencil, not even, like, uh, what is it, concealing their eyebrow. You just do a pencil on your eyebrow. Lots of people even had sperm brows, I feel like, at the beginning. Yeah. And then now, a lot, everyone, if you're doing your eyebrow, you know you're using eyebrow pencil and concealer. Lots of people used to use black eyebrow pencil, which I think is very, very aggressive. <gasps> I now... Are you trying to attack me black. here? Do you use black? Do you use jet black? I used to, like, in high school. Yeah, it's so aggressive. I used to. And I used to think, this is so wild. This is so loud. Mm. Now people, I think a lot more people use brown. Yeah. Brown is like a softer. Like, you know you filled them, but it's not in your face. Yeah. Mm. Especially with, like, highlighting. I don't know when people started using highlight. Let's say 2015. Mm. Makeup is just, let's just say when you're doing makeup, it just requires more products now than mm. it did in 2010. And especially for black people, there's more shades that actually match us. Because if you look at celebrities and stuff, like early, early 2000s, like there was no like proper shades for black people to the point that when celebrities would have their pictures taken, you'd see like the flashback of like just white residue on their face that was meant to be yes. foundation seeing those pictures of michael jackson and it was just like it looks like he just put on bacon powder yeah mm. no offense to michael jackson so i guess makeup has improved in that sense in a way that there's more variety and choice one trend i've also seen in makeup even though i said it requires more ingredients i've seen a lot more girls do the just the lash you just did the lash and the gloss look. Yeah, you know, I didn't even know how naked I looked until I got my lashes done. When I got my lashes done for the first time, I'm telling you, game changer. <laughs> like, you could look like, I don't know what it is, because everyone has lashes naturally, but when you get your lashes done, it just makes it that more prominent and it brings out your eyes, like... You don't even have to do too much when you have lashes. Like, oh my gosh, I love lashes. I'm getting them done on Saturday. Like, <laughs> I feel like lashes are a game changer. Like, Lashes are such a game changer. Yeah, they really are. And they make your eyes more With me, I have no eyelashes. I have very, very small eyelashes. And I also have very small eyes. So when I wear eyelashes, I just feel like... I feel like it just makes my eyes look a whole lot sexier. Mmm... 
it can change. And I don't even think it's just girls' nose. Obviously, we don't wear makeup for boys because boys are stupid. <laughs> but I have seen it on Twitter when they're like, it's crazy how eyelashes can send a girl from a 7 to a 10. Mm. And I was like, yeah, eyelashes are just certified. Mm. And another thing, it's funny you say that girls don't wear like makeup and stuff for guys because I'm telling you. Whenever I have to put on my face mask, I will still put lip gloss underneath, like, and taint my face mask because I'm wearing the lip gloss or whatever I'm putting on my lips for me and stuff like that. Exactly. You wear it for you because if that was the case, you would have asked a guy. When you're shopping, you would have said to a guy, what colour concealer should I use? Mm. What you should I use? You went on your own accord of how you like to do things when you're doing your makeup. You chose the shape that you wanted to do your eyelashes. You chose how long you're gonna put your setting powder on. If that was the case, you would have asked the boy, "How long should I do this? How long should I do that?" It was all on your card. Mm. Do you think there's a thing such as too much makeup, though? Like, yeah. But isn't that sort of like the point? Like you have like people that say, "I did not pay X amount of money on makeup just to look the same," so like. What's too yeah. much? I think too much, well, it depends on what your reason for wearing makeup is. Because if you're one of those people that wear makeup just to spice up your face a little bit, then you will think stuff like glittery eyeshadow is just too much. Mm. But then there's those people who do buy expensive makeup because they generally want to look like a whole different person. Mm. Yeah, and have eyeshadows matching with your outfits, matching with your nails and stuff like that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's too much, you know. My limit of too much makeup, I would say... Hmm. I would just say when there's too much glitter. Mm. Like, too much... Yeah. I'd say the same. Stuff like too much colours and stuff like that on your face. But... I don't think there's a thing such as too much. Oh, and sort of like the drag queen sort of like makeup. Yeah. I, I think like... it just depends on where you're going. I mm. mean, if I was going to a gay bar, I would wear that type of makeup. Mm. And that wouldn't be too much. But like, let's say if I was going to church, <laughs> glitter on my eyelids would be too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay, so how do you feel about um beauty standards when it comes to body-wise, like body structure? Do you think that's changed in the past 10 years? 100%. Um, again, similar to sort of like the clothing, um, you get like early 2000s, people were all about slim. Like, I feel like, yeah, it was all about like sort of that slim sort of figure. And I don't know, early 2000s, I feel like slim was it. But then, of course, you get people, um, that also wanted breast enlargement, but sort of that slim figure. And as the years progressed, you'd get people that wanted a bigger butt, but less chest, um, like, yeah, less breast. And then you sort of had the period of where people wanted both the breast and the butt. And then I feel like now it's sort of like, change to sort of having 
that slim figure but still having the butt for it like you see people doing the period challenge with their butt oh yeah <laughs> like i feel like it fluctuates a lot it does i say 2010 well for me what why it's predominantly white society no one wanted a big bum like in insult of bee when i was in pri- 2010 i was in primary school people would be like have a big bum and you'd be like oh my gosh you just never had a big bum like you'd be dead upset about it yeah 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 i remember everyone wanted big boobs like then i think it was a boobs thing mm. and then as it progressed people wanted the big bum i would say it was mainly after nick minaj did the anaconda you know mm. that yeah we were like, yeah yeah 100 i feel like she amongst other people sort of like the one to bring that trend in of wanting a big butt and then that's when you started getting people um getting their bbls yeah because mm. before that if you were in the public eye you just always wanted to be slim and have big bums like katie price she's from the uk and she had big boobs like she was famous for her big boobs i think back then if it was different she had a big bum she wouldn't have been as popular yeah people just about big boobs mm. I feel like beauty standards, though, I feel like it can be so damaging and it's so sad because I remember when um, I was in high school, um, let's say year seven, year eight, I don't want to be too specific for those that know me personally, and I was in, like, the PE changing room and, like, there were these girls having a group of discussion like, we were literally just, like, fresh out of, like, primary school. And they're already talking about as soon as they turn 16, they're going to get um, chest um, thingy, enlargements, breasts, whatever. And, like, I feel like it's so sad and it's so damaging, especially on young people, especially high school um, kids. They're so impressionable and they feel like they're so grown and I'm so happy that um, for most things you have to be 18 because if um, at that young age people were able to do what they wanted to, like you'd have so many young people in surgery doing damaging things to their body just because they yeah. see older people doing it. That's so true. With cosmetic surgery, it's so scary because I think we take, a lot of people take it lightheartedly. We don't realise, you know, I never actually deep did before the show that you actually die during cosmetic surgery. Like, that's a possibility. Yeah. It's so crazy, like, so to put your life on the line. Not that I'm mocking people who do it, but it is crazy to put your life on the line. Mm. You know... For like for a new body or whatever it is and you get um those people that regret it or it goes wrong and stuff like that and it's only then when it's sort of like too late that people realize the damage that they've done to their bodies mm. that's why it is a good thing that it's 18 mm. i think when you're doing cosmetic surgery you have to think like why you're doing it that is really really scary mm. 
I think you just have to be grateful that you're not one of those people that's insecure. Because I don't know what I'd do if I, if I was in the position of someone else who's gone and put their life on the line and then now their body is in, like, in a terrible state. Like, they're always in pain and stuff like that. I don't know what I'd do in that position. So I'm grateful that, I, that I've never wanted to change my body to that extent. Mm. And also beauty standards also um, vary across um, different cultures. I feel like Western culture standards of beauty and attractiveness promote unhealthy and unattainable body ideals mm. for like women trying to seek perfection. And then if you look at um, other beauty standards, um, let's say, for example, um, Asian sort of like chi- China um and japanese like i remember watching this document and there was this thing called um the a4 paper challenge or something like that and it's where like i think it was a thing um in asia and obviously it got brought over to the uk and like western society of where people would get a4 paper and if you had a good figure your waist would be the size of an A4 paper because it's that slim. And imagine if you had people... You have people trying to achieve that. And if you think about an A4 paper, how small it is, it's it's quite sad. It's quite sad. Mm, And it's unhealthy as well. Because, for example, someone that's short that slim figure and reaching that probably won't be as bad because, I don't know, I feel like when you're shorter, um, having a smaller figure isn't as bad because it balances out. But for example, someone who's taller, if you're having that slim figure, that small waist it's damaging you're like pretty much borderline anorexic and stuff like that like it's I not think when you're smaller like my hand five foot and you're really really skinny people always compare you to a kid yeah yeah true which is really mean yeah but i guess some people don't know how to be kind yeah and in other cultures um oh, my gosh let me not start on african cultures but for example i don't know right there's quite a few things that i want to mention about this i would say um for example southern african women they're known to have naturally big butts and stuff like that so obviously if um you're not south african or you're not you don't have family that could have passed on that gene to you to have naturally thick thighs and stuff like that. It's unhealthy to want to go out your way to achieve that if it's not come to you naturally. But And then with like the whole figure thing in African countries, well, I can't um, comment on all African countries, but for example, um, in Zimbabwe, because I'm Zimbabwean, you get aunties and uncles that, okay, let's say you're just you 
and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so slim or you're so skinny or whatever. And if you don't like certain foods, for example, everyone knows that I hate cake and you get rude aunties and uncles that are just like, oh, it's because these young girls are trying to diet and stuff like that. When, yeah, I hear that comment yeah, all the time. When, <laughs> yeah, when in reality, I'm not a picky eater. I just don't like cake. And if I do eat cake, it has to be a certain type of cake. But, yeah. And then um, if you gain weight, all of a sudden it's, oh, you're a you've grown big or whatever and stuff like that. And I feel like comments like that, especially when you don't know me like that, like, it's not appropriate and it can be damaging to people. Yeah, you have to be so careful. Mm. I remember the other day my mum went out with her friends and they came home and I was in the front garden because I was offloading groceries when they dropped her off. And then they waved at me and then when my mum came in the house, she's like, oh, auntie so-and-so told me to tell you that you've gained weight, you're a student these days. Oh. And I thought, obviously that's me, so I'm just going to take it on the chin because I know I've gained weight. But imagine if I had an eating disorder. Yeah. Like, you and can't just, just say stuff like job. that. Yeah. Yeah. That would have, like, set me back so many places if I was someone who had an eating disorder or someone who was, like, very, very insecure of my weight. Yeah. And she's made it her job to say, oh, you stood. Yeah. That would have really, really hurt. Yeah, and that's a thing with, like, um, body sizes and body shapes. People always comment, oh, you're either skinny or fat, but if you're fine, no one ever, like, you rarely ever get people that are, like, oh, you've got a good figure and stuff like that. And even people that do get those comments, they still have insecurities about themselves. So you can't really enforce your ideals and your beauty standards on other people because everyone sees themselves as differently. Do you think um, there's a difference between beauty standards in um, women and male? Yeah, for sure. I, what differences do you think there is? With men, I don't think men, like... Their beauty standards are so... Not, have you ever heard girls that say, I want a medium ugly guy? Or, you know, in psychology, did you ever do relationships when it teaches that... Um, with a guy, it doesn't matter if he's handsome or ugly. Mm. He still has more chance of getting the desired girl that he wants. But yeah. with a woman, you definitely, definitely have to meet the standards of a man. Yeah. So I think, personally, I think beauty standards are more um, loose on men. I don't think they're as strict as they are on women. Yeah. Because men create most of the beauty standards for the women. Like, this yeah. kind of big bums that 100%. was created by male rappers. Yeah, I feel like men don't really get pressured as much. Like, unless if you're you're surrounded by a certain um, category of people. Because obviously you have um, those sort of people that, into, uh, that are into gymming. So obviously you have, like, if you're a guy and you have friends, a lot of friends that are into gymming, and that's sort of, like, what people are always talking about around you. You may feel like body conscious and stuff like that, but I feel like that pressure is only with those friends. Like it doesn't really 
speculate outside those friends because like he said girls I feel like girls just settle less like I feel like I can't remember if um we had this conversation on the podcast or not but I remember saying to someone or I think it was you stuff like I feel like women will settle more than a guy because a guy has I feel like a guy has to like a girl more than the girl likes a guy because I feel like girls like as long as if you've got banging personality like we click or whatever that will naturally make you attractive but with a guy if you don't look pretty in the face pretty in the waist whatever like they're not even willing to take that step to like get to know you and stuff like that yeah so in that case do you think they settle more because they have lower standards for themselves if their standards are mainly physical that means they're settling because they don't have high standards maybe it's not settling to them but it is settling because they don't have high standards no i feel like they have not all guys don't have high standards yeah they don't i feel like guys are just as much as they don't want to admit it, they're just really impressionable by their friends. Like... It's so true. If, like, their fr- if they like a girl, for example, and, like, they, um, let's say, talk to their friends about this girl, and, like, the friends look at the girl and be like, she's not even all that, like, you can do better, whatever, whatever. I feel like a guy would be, like, really put off that if, like, the friends don't agree with the person they agree with the girl but and then if it was the other way around i feel like girls don't really take such comments to heart because for girls it's like you don't have to like him i like him and that's all that matters but but guys are just impressionable like they'll do anything to please their boys Mm. like (laughs) with me if i sent a if there was a guy that I liked and you guys were all like, he's ugly, I'd be like, yeah, but yeah. that's what I like. I would, but then I'd I have be this one so friend. happy if you guys say that and stuff like, like <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, carry on. I have a guy friend and once he mentioned to me like, oh, this one of his mates put his girl into the group chat and she was getting roasted. And this is his girlfriend that he's in a relationship with and mm. he didn't even stand up for her or anything. Yeah, but stuff like, like that. Oh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> no, it's okay, you can carry on. No, go on. And Yeah, he didn't stand up for her in anything, and they broke up shortly afterwards because he started to believe what his friends thought. Mm. And I thought, does he have no backbone or decency? That's what I'm saying. Guys are so impressionable. It's actually childish. Like, now actually thinking about it, oh my gosh, guys are so impressionable by their friends. Very... And the standards. Mm. It's so sad. Do you think it's healthy though, um, to be, to be influenced by your friends by certain aspects of your life? No, I don't think it is. You need boundaries. Yeah. Your friends can't. My mom always used to tell me, like when I was growing up, she's like, "You can't let your friends influence every single thing that you do." Like, you don't have a brain. Mm. Like, there's some people who don't have a brain. You have a brain, you don't even want to use yours properly. So you have to use your brain. Yeah. I think by yourself. Especially when it's coming to partners, come on. 
you're gonna let your the fact that your boys think someone's dead um stop you from finding the love of your life and you know what the joke is your boy could roast that girl in the group chat and then two weeks later he's moving to her exactly oh that's what even pisses me off even more that's why like if you're a guy listening to this like stop looking for your boy's agreement like just do you stop being so impressionable at least I know if my friend said you're ugly, she means you're ugly. Mm. Exactly, that's so true. What about you? This is completely off topic, but seeing as we're on the line of it, do you think you go for medium to ugly guys then? I don't know. When I date a guy, I find him handsome to me. <laughs> mm. I don't think I've ever dated anyone that I... Well, I've never dated. But I have never been attracted to someone that I thought was ugly. Mm. no for me it's weird because when I was younger I was I feel like the type of people I found attractive was just pretty boys and like you know pretty boys are just someone that's good looking but everyone finds attractive and they're the types to like be players and stuff like that because they're just pretty boys but and then now I feel like I've sort of matured into a sense that most of the people that I like now or find attractive, I don't find them attractive at first. It's once I start talking to them and stuff like that, that I'm like, that actually all right. And like, I'm not saying that I'm attracted to people that aren't attractive, but I'm attractive to people that I know aren't attractive to everyone, if you get me. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing sort of is, like, better. I don't like pretty boys. People say this. I don't know. I like pretty boys, you know. Yeah, I like pretty I would boys. never go there. <laughs> but, like, it's definitely... If he's a pretty boy and I see that he gets a lot of female attention, that will put me off because I'm a very possessive person. Yeah. So I like my low-key pretty boys. People that don't get too much attention. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I get you. Because there's always a reason why they've got that attention. And, mm, child. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, going back to topic, um, what do you think about the beauty standards um, for guys in, ty- uh, in terms of um, hair? Exactly, once again, they can do whatever they want. Mm. You know, I saw a tweet when a guy was like, um, a girl will ruin a talking stage by getting braids. What? How? Exactly, that's what I thought. And I thought, guys really do say this. I think guys really say in their head that they prefer girls with, with wigs. Obviously, because wigs, they cost more. And that to them, that's more desirable because it's more of a boss babe thing. If they cost more and she's doing it regularly, that means she has lots of money. Mm. then I thought a girl would never say guys with waves are disgusting I've never heard of girls doing that maybe they've done it and I didn't know it but girls would never be like guys with high well yeah maybe some girls say guys with high tops Mm. but guys can do whatever they want with their hair if you ask me yeah I feel like stuff with hair types um it just it just depends on the person because not every hairstyle is for everyone like, if you think about guys' um, hairstyle, I can only comment on um, black people because they're the ones that I'm more familiar with. 
So at first you'd have like um there's different types of hairstyles. So I feel like early two thousands it was quite popular to have it all evenly low cut and then it came with like the fade and that changed to the high top and it came back to the fade and then the new trend of wave started but along with the new trend of like wave starting you also had guys that would do um grow out the hair and do braids and some even start in locks like i feel like there's a variety of like hairstyles that guys have went through yeah, they can do what they want. Yeah. And for me personally, it just depends on the guy and, like, the hairstyle. But I don't feel like I'm against any type of hairstyle apart from high top because high top is childish. But Exactly. Like, in your hat, you'll be against it, but you'll never be that vocal. Like, men really are vocal about these things. Mm. Yeah, they're quite, um, even, like, I don't know. Do I you think... think it's, just, it's a man's world. It really is. Do you think there's a, <laughs> a hairstyle that guys can do that can make them unattractive? Yeah, braids. Bra- oh, if yeah, If a guy yeah. actually has expression in his hair, oh, man, he's a good Because I don't understand that one. That's one thing I'll never tolerate. I never tolerate colours on a guy's head. Pink, purple, grey, blonde, no. Sips tea. Speak for yourself. <laughs> now, That's me. Now, for me, I'm sort of the same. When a guy does braids, it has to... It depends on the guy. Like, it has to suit you and it has to be... It has to look good. Like, it can't look like you've got extension. Like, it has to be, like, a natural sort of, like short look it has to look clean you know there's some guys that do their hair like when i do hair there's some guys that come to me and their hair will just be clean and well taken care of that that looks good but then there's some guys that have like the most disgusting hair like they've not combed it for ages and they'll come to you like do my hair mm. and that's when i draw the line like that's just weird mm, yeah i get you and another thing is i really like people with locks Especially when it's like long locks and you tie it back, like stuff like that <laughs> to me is ten out of ten. But I feel like if I meet you like that, and it's later on you decide to cut your hair, that might be a deal breaker for me. Not gonna lie. Really? Yeah, because I feel like, for example, locks. I don't know. It makes a massive difference. Imagine going from locks to having like. A low cut of waves that's highly disappointing like it can actually be a deal breaker if you don't suit the low cut but i feel like depending on how much i like you i can get over it but i feel like to me that's sort of a deal breaker but i don't think it's a selfish deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> would it give you the ache yeah so. no Am- amanda imagine it Imagine, like, a guy with, like, dreads and, like, you're used to seeing him in dreads and he goes from that to a loca. How childish is that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. so childish. I don't know. I think I'd still stay if they looked good with a loca. That's the thing with boys. When it comes to their hair, theirs is, like, more permanent. So I think, you know, if he cuts his hair, 
you have to wait quite a while for that to grow back. Mm. Whereas if I get a dodgy wig, I could take it off. Yeah. Mm. So it really depends. Do you think um there's um body standards in terms of like men's um body figures? Do you think that um the standards for men's body shape has changed? I think it has, you know. I think obviously this is a small population, but you know when you watch Love Island, they all have muscly bodies and they all bang out gym. Mm. And I remember watching an interview with H and he was like, I would never I got asked to go on Love Island. I decided not to because I wasn't muscly enough. Yeah. And that's when I realised like wow. Like boys actually feel it. I always felt like, because girls will date skinny guys and not mind that much. Mm. Do you think your um, type and attractiveness to guys has changed then in terms of body figure? Yeah, you know, you know, in my head, I always thought I liked mostly the guys, but I feel like all the guys <laughs> that I've been involved with are just tall, skinny guys. Mm. So, yeah, my type has definitely changed. Because I used to be a Michael B. Jordan type of girl. Yeah. But clearly, I like tall, skinny guys. Yeah, that's sort of the same with me. I feel like my type was sort of, like, muscly but not muscly. Like, you had a six-pack, you had, like, you're in good shape or whatever. And that sort of, like, changed to, like, slim, back to the six-pack, good figure. And now... I don't think I could stand if I was with someone that was heavily into gym because I just hate that whole muscular look. I, I'm sort of, like, into, like, a dad bod now. I feel like that's really? really nice. Like, at first, I wouldn't get girls that were attracted to that, but now I'm sort of, like, in that sort of area. Oh, funny story. <laughs> I don't know. No. I'm not into the dad bod thing. Mm, but... I feel like there's a difference between a dad bod and being on the chubbier side. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, a dad bod is when you can tell this person had muscle two months ago. They've just been eating. Yeah. Sort of like, you're not fat, but you're not muscular. You're just there. You're just there and you're big. Mm. I like toned. Mm. Not, when I say skinny, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be body shaming. I'm not body shaming, guys. But, you know, when I say skinny, I don't mean skinny, skinny. Mm. I just mean... Huh, Slim. Who's best to describe this? Um, I can't think of anyone that's, like, just tall and skinny, but not, like, lanky. Yeah, not lanky. That sounds... Is that bad? But, um, <laughs> just tall and slim. Toned. Should we say toned? In between toned and slim... Mm. I don't want to body shame. <laughs> so would you yeah, mind being it. with someone that's into gymming and stuff? I wouldn't mind, as long as they didn't try to get me to go there. <laughs> See, that's the thing with me. Because I know people that are into gym, they would force me to go there, and I just don't have the energy for that. And yeah, just... that's why I'd be like, you need to take me as I am. I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Because you date, like, someone who's into sports. I would love to. 
Like someone that's a basketballer, I wouldn't mind. Oh, of course, you, you like the tall ones. Oh, because I've said this like many times, I'm tall, so I need someone that's tall to tower over me. Like just a good height, a good 6'2 will suffice. Mm, wow. So a basketballer. Oh, I'm is short, so it's not that hard. Yeah. For you, someone my height is even too tall for you. So really, I think this is too short for me. No, uh, because you can wear heels and you still wouldn't reach my height. That's very true, but I still think a bar your height is too short for me. <laughs> right now, you're asking for too much. <laughs> People say this. No, I think I'm going to sound dead crazy when I say this, but six. Foot. No, six foot. No, you're higher reaching. Lower. You're reaching. <laughs> no, <laughs> really reaching. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Six foot is where I draw the line. No higher, no lower. Maybe five foot nine is the lowest. If you can make me happy, five foot nine. See, it's the short girls like you that are taking all the guys. They want me. <laughs> uh, I sound so crazy when I say that, but trust me, it's reasonable. Mm. People are going to call me a bachelor. He'll end up looking like, especially if he's black, he'll end up looking like your older brother. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yikes. <laughs> so, what else is I going to talk about in beauty standards? Yeah, you know what? I've actually just thought of it. Men definitely don't get as much as we do because they don't think about cosmetic surgery, do they? Mm, yeah, that's all true. You rarely ever get men that do cosmetic surgery. And when they do, um, it's either to lose excess fat, like a lot of fat, or it's those ones that are surrounded by people that are into gymming and stuff. And I don't know, they're just trying to have that fit look and stuff, which is not healthy. Yeah, I don't know, regular guys are like, yeah, I'm going to get cosmetic surgery. Yeah. That just once again shows they have it easy. They really do. They actually really do. So to conclude today's episode, beauty standards are very, very harsh on women, very, very lenient on men. They are set by men who are small-minded and shallow. And if you are a girl, just focus on you, babe. Don't listen to the beauty standards. Focus on you, babe. Two fingers up to patriarchy that tried to like slim us down and get us to damage our body. Mm. <laughs> Men should have no two cents whatsoever when it comes to women's beauty because they know nothing about it. Mm. Don't let a boy tell you, oh, you got wigs, you got braids, now you're discussing because they know nothing about braids. And don't make up, they know nothing. Settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Get what you want because guys are impressionable by their boys. Don't go for impressionable guys. Yeah, go for the clever ones, the stupid ones. The boys tell them everything. Don't go for the pretty boys. <laughs> go for pretty boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's the end of today's podcast on beauty standards. I've been your host, Norma, and you can find me on all socials at Kikimads. That's K-E-K-E-M-A-D-Z. And I've been your co-host, Amanda. You can find me on YouTube 
at lt.mums. Bye. <laughs> Bye.